Gera can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gera! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kamai, it's fantastic! One from David Villa, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Kubu making another glimpse of goal here. That is terrific. Hello and welcome to the Streets Don't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney. And as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, two men who, after the success of their first film, Moving On, have now been tasked with directing the Broadway musical Much Ado About Nothing, recounting the rise and fall of Naughty's Wonder Kid, Freddie Adu. It's Ben Woolley and Harry <laughs> Martinez. <laughs> well, oh, our writing no. career has taken off, which is impressive, because I don't know about you, but I've not written a single word yet. We, we've had some absolute stormers already, mate. <laughs> You'll get an Oscar soon. Well deserved. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, boys, shall we get right into it? Because we have a very busy week this week. I might just have to take a second, mate. I think my head's spinning too much from how tantalisingly good this episode could be. Oh, it's going to be a banger. And we're going to start with the topic... That we've previously talked about, and that is John O.B. McKell. Is he back again? What's he done this time? Where, where are his headphones now? <laughs> this, this is partly what I'm going to tell you. So I'm going to send you a photo in the chat. But for those who don't know, a few weeks ago, we uh, we talked about John O.B. McKell and how, how he puts his headphones under his chin rather than over his head, as any normal person would do. Well, it seems it's something he's been doing for a while. It's not just a recent thing. If you want to take a look at the photo I've just sent you. What, what is earth? he doing? It's so strange because surely as well, with, with the original clip we've watched, the headphones like weren't in his eye line. But the wire off those headphones is surely like impeding his vision somehow. I was say, he looks like some Cyberman extra from Doctor Who in the noughties. What is he doing? Oh, honestly, you know, I can't, I can't judge fully, but by what evidence is on the photo, he hasn't even got a fresh trim. So I don't know why well, he's protecting it's his It's funny head. you say this. Is that why you've cropped out the top? No, 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 no. <laughs> There's even more evidence. So you theorise that he didn't want to ruin his new haircut. Well, I actually think you might be right if you take a look at the photo I've just sent. Okay. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> He's, so he's wearing the headphones normally when he's got a hat on. Wow. So clearly, it, it must be to do with the hair. He, because he's obviously got, he's However, got the hat on, so he's, he's already ruined the haircut, so he can wear the headphones normally. It must be the hair. But he, he does look very youthful in that photo, so it's almost like with oh, age, okay, the so headphones have got further yeah, down. Developed his character well, with he just come wisdom, and he's like, I must protect the trim. What if his head's so wide that they don't fit comfortably over but the top? The, but the hat makes it wider. Yeah, but this is in his youth. Maybe he's just getting a bigger head every year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real conspiracy here, is what's happened to his head over the last, like, Yeah, is his head years? getting wider or his haircut getting more valuable And you love him? a case study. And a that thesis. is the real Can we question. Have a little case study to the, the changing head size of John O'Brien McCall, please? Right. Add it to the list, Willie. We'll have that for next week, please. Add it to the list, Willie. That's another footballer we've got to send a weird tweet to. John Obi Oh, yes. He can go on the dip party list as well. Why not? Oh, mate. That's Andy Carroll, Martin Keogh. John Obi might reply. I don't know why. I just feel like he might. He's had some stressful times in his life, and I feel like this would be a nice breeze in the park for him. 
I was going to say we lead with an insult about his hair to lure him in. But... <laughs> we'll just straight up ask him. We're going to tweet him after this. Right. So there's two different approaches to this. We either go in really nice and ask him quite casually why he does it, or secondly, we just abuse his hairline and then go, why, why, why do it, it anyway? It's a game. <laughs> Let him we'll know he's in a game. To start with, and then we'll leave one on him. <laughs> Another thing I'd like to talk about that is a reoccurring topic on this podcast is pro-evolution names, because I think I found a pro-evolution name <laughs> in real life. Oh, no. so I don't know whether you, either of you It's not Aragonese 119, is no, it? No, it is not. Uh, I don't know if either of you have seen this, but Man City have signed a 16-year-old goalkeeper from AFC Wimbledon for reportedly the highest fee ever played for an academy player by Man City. Would you like to guess what his name is? Oh, um, Michael Regen. No. Man Red. It is Spike Brits. <laughs> That is, that is a pro-evolution name in real life. Harry, wasn't he a rugby player about five years ago? <laughs> What's his name? Spike Brits. Oh, my God. You know his real name is something like Peter Britton. Oh, yeah. Spike Brits. So uh, I've got a little something for us this week as well, lads. Okay. Speaking of, actually, us inviting footballers to dinner, I've, uh, okay. I've come across a little something that does the rounds every now and then. Which oh, yeah. is absolute gold. It's Damien Delaney's fantasy dinner. Oh, party. I saw this oh, earlier. Yes. It's so oh, good. Yes. So, it's for those of so you who don't know, I'll rattle off who he's got for you. He's got five names. So, Napoleon Bonaparte. They should do. Stephen <laughs> yeah, Mao. Genghis Khan. <laughs> Joseph Stalin. Although he does stress that he's not a Stalinist, and it's, I didn't question it until he mentioned. That's, that's really good to know. I'm glad Damien Delaney is a Stalinist. As he, he hasn't specified that he's not a supporter of Mao or Genghis Khan, though. No, or Bonaparte. Apparently, it's just Stalin. It's just and Stalin. Because one of these is not like the others. Uh, the last name is Keith Richards. <laughs> and I've got to be honest, what's Keith Richards doing at this dinner table? Bringing the drugs. Bringing yeah. the drugs. That's true, he yeah. He is providing for this party. That is why Keith Richards is there. I've heard so there's I... only one way to loosen up Chairman Mao, and it's with a with an absolute gram of the fine stuff. So I saw this and I thought, I want to know from you boys, what's your like dream footballing dinner party? Ooh. Living or dead? How many people are we allowed? Uh, I'm going to say three. Yeah, I'd say, I okay. think three is a good one. Like it like, still comes up with up, me. I'm having Gaza. Oh, yeah. yeah I, want, I want some chaos and I want, I want the stories as well. Uh, yeah, that's not a bad shout. I think I'm going Emmanuel Labue. I'm going with a man who is Streets Won't Forget. I've got two in mind. I've got one. You know you have like an adult table and a kid's table at the barbecue? Yeah. Uh, on the adult's table, I want Arsene Wenger, I want Johan Cruyff, and I want Pep Guardiola. And I'm oh. not going to say a word. I'm just going to listen for like three hours I like as they talk lot. about beautiful football. I really like that. And then on the other one, I want Eric Cantona, I want Emmanuel Abue, and I want Jimmy Bullard. Oh, Jimmy's a good shout. I feel like that's going to end in Canton beating the living <laughs> out of Emmanuel Abue. They're not <laughs> you know going to get along, are they? Regardless, I think for the good of the table, I think my two picks would be, I'd have two picks that are like really big personalities and really big jokers in the, in the dressing room, like Abue. And then I know for a fact, 
that my third pick would always be Michael Owen, just so there's one guy there that you can always <laughs> rip on. You can always rip on him, no matter what. You can just... Yeah. You can, every time he goes to say something, he goes, how was that trip to Dubai, Michael? How was it? Yeah, <laughs> saw it. You know he's bringing, like, the most bland potato salad to barbecue as well. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, not asking him for it's, food. It's just a box of potatoes. He's not even, like, boiled them or anything. It's just a box of potatoes. You know what? He's, quite... he's brought the thing of mayonnaise and put it on the side. I go, well, I don't know how much everyone wants in their potato salad. Uh, do you know what? <laughs> I, I think I actually want to be on that, that adult's table you've made, Ben. I want to be, be there with Croif, Pepper, Arson. Like that's a that that, that's a lesson. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd 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 really be intrigued to have Ancelotti on a table because you know to the outside world, all he does is have a cup of coffee and raise an eyebrow, and that's how he manages. But what does he actually do? Like, how does he work? Because you never see it. But he's a top tier coach, so I think I'd have to have Ancelotti purely because I don't know how he works. I feel like I mean, Ancelotti's really an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, he's going to sit there chonging cigars all night. Like, Well, hang on. And you're telling me on a table with Cruyff and Wenger, there's not going to be an ashtray? <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, that's also, what we've done on Cantona's table, mate. Also, if you haven't Wenger, you've got to have Mourinho. Purely absolute oh, no, banter. Man, that's ending in chaos. Purely not absolute chance. banter. Not like, Mourinho's on the other side of my fence, just lobbing bread rolls over the bits of wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Well, uh, I think we should, uh, just to use the jingle, if anything, Take a trip to, to Fact Corner. It's a fact. I'm talking about facts. I will not be hosting this. Uh, this no, week. no. I can't. Um, I'm sat in a circular room, no corners. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'm sat in a room with corners, so I will. Uh, oh, good. I've got some bangers for you, boys. You're going to love these. So, I'd like these. Oh, yeah. First up, did you know the last team to beat Real Madrid in the final of a European competition? Oh, go on, lads. You're having a laugh. They they beat them 2-1 in the 1983 Cup Winners' Cup final, and that was the last time. That's the last team they yeah. lost in the European yeah. final. That is crazy. And it's Aberdeen as well. Doing it for Scotland. Is that yeah. Fergie as well? Ooh, it might have been, you know. Ooh. I'm going to have a quick look. It must have been, right? If it's not Fergie, it's like two years after Fergie. 1983. When did he go to? Yeah, it was. Uh, it says it all then, doesn't it? There you go. Uh, we'll stay in the 1980s for the next one. Uh, on November the 11th, 1987, Mark Hughes played two matches on the same day. Yeah, start- I saw this one last He started week. for Wales in the Euro 1988 qualifier in Prague and then flew to Germany to play for Bayern Munich against Borussia Mönchengladbach in a, in a cup game. I wonder if he was any good in either of those games. Uh, I, th- I, I don't know how he played personally, but I know Wales lost their game, but he won... Bayern Munich. It's the 80s. Wales aren't winning. No, absolutely not. What if he put in like an absolute storming performance in the first game, like an 8 out of 10, and then barely drops the in the next one? Yeah, so it yeah. averages to a 10, but... How are Bayern allowing that? <laughs> <laughs> would they yeah, allow... That would not happen today, would Surely it? there's no rules back then. Like, you can't pull your players out of international football. That no, must have been a rule. absolutely not. I don't want to hear Klopp or Pep worried about a busy schedule ever again. Get on with it. Stop yeah, talk to me when you're playing two games in one day, you dosses. Right, and you're having to play for Wales. Your, t- <laughs> your, task, <laughs> your task by next week, Daniel, is to find a clip of Mark Hughes whining about fixture congestion. Okay, I'll, I'll happily do that. Okay. It's not a problem. I, I would rather spend my time doing nothing else than trawling through cri- clips of Mark Hughes. I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> um, not Sparky, Spike. Spike. Sparky Spike, here he comes. <laughs> 
the next fact for you. So you know there's the, the crazy fact about um, Stanley Matthews, Peter Shilwin and, and Gianluigi Buffon making an appearance yes. in every season since yep. 931, I think it is. Something there like is that. another one that uh, shows you Peter Shilwin's longevity in the game. So, in 1969, Gary Lineker, who was eight years old at the time, went to Wembley to watch the FA Cup final as Leicester lost to Man City. Peter Shelton was in goal for Leicester that day, and they'd obviously gone to be England teammates for a decade. And Shelton would retire three years after Gary Lineker retired. That is mental. That is ridiculous. That is crazy. You still can't out-jump a coked-up midget, so f*** it. <laughs> to be fair, mate, a coked on midget could jump very high. He's but still, he he's still so angry about it now, isn't he? He's still so angry. Let it go, Peter. Yeah, oh, Peter. mate, it's, his Twitter is a toilet. To be fair, well, the only good thing about his Twitter is a picture of his wife. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have done a better job in goal that day. I mean, give her this. Nah, to, be, to be fair to him, as we know with David Seaman, it is the curse of the English goalkeeper. At a World Cup, they just forget how to jump. <laughs> Or Rob Green forgets where the floor is. To be fair to David Seaman, though, he hasn't spent the next 30 years crying about it on Twitter. So I think if he'd have taken a vengeance against Ronaldinho, it would have looked a bit pathetic, considering he got lobbed from, what, 45 yards? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next one for you. Did you know the great-grandson of the original Obi-Wan Kenobi is a professional footballer? Oh. Is it Obi-Wan Kenobi nil? Yes. Do you want to know my other (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi fact? His... His brother is a pilot in the Air Force, and his call sign is OB2, and that is fantastic. That is good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Nesta Guinness-Walker, who is a left-back for Reading, uh, is the great-grandson of Sir Alec Guinness, who obviously played over on Kenobi. A oh, uh, yeah. couple more for you. Ruud van Nistelrooy and Patrick Cliver were born on the exact same day, July the 1st, 1976. Mad. I always thought they looked alike. <laughs> Spitting image, brothers, basically. <laughs> Uh, the next one is a list of all the West Brom managers between 1975 and 19, 1988. So it is Johnny, Ronnie, John, Ron, Ronnie, Ron, Johnny, Nobby, Ron, and Ron. <laughs> sounds like the peanut lineup beyond the bar. I was going to say, it's a list of your dad's mates down the line. <laughs> I can't believe I got that right without stumbling over a name. I'm really impressed. Yeah, well played, mate. Congratulations. Yeah, I'd like to see you do that after a couple of beers. Yeah, it's just like when not. Woolley had uh, Chattanoglu as his, uh, as his, as his <laughs> selection. I was like, do you know what? He might butcher it, but he, he did it in one. Yeah, mate, I was there in front of the mirror working through all the vowels. <laughs> like. The thing is, Dan's going to be remembering that when he goes to bed tonight. John, Ron, John, Johnny, Johnny, Ronnie, Johnny, Nobby. Ronnie, John, Ron, Ronnie, Ronnie, Johnny, Nobby, Ron, Ron. Lovely. Uh, and the oh, final you one. Wrong, I'm messing it up. You're legally allowed to drive home after the pub. <laughs> I'm going to memorise it. Uh, and the final one. Uh, when Yate Town and Yeovil Town played each other in the FA Cup in 2021, it was the first time two teams beginning with a Y have ever met in English football history. That is pretty mental. Nice. Do you know, for a period of time, that Yeovil, Yeovil were the only uh, only Somerset-based team in the English League. Good for them. What did you want us to say to that? Uh, you can, uh, <laughs> same as yours, me, I guess. About time we got some Somerset representation. You yeah. Know? Uh, well, yeah. that concludes Fat Corner. I hope you enjoyed. It's a fact. I'm talking about facts. Uh, it's, a, it's a fact. It's a fact. We're talking about facts.
Um, have, have you got anything else you'd like to talk about, or are we moving on to today's big game? Yeah, I would just like to do some shameless self-promotion for a moment, if that's all right. No, it's not. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, well, as you both already know, and I hope this is coming out in time, but later this month, I will be jumping out of a plane to raise some money for Calm, the campaign against living miserably, a suicide prevention charity based here in the UK. Uh, I'm sure we'll tweet out the link to my just giving page, but if anyone has a couple of quid spare and they're willing to help out, it's a really good cause, and any little you can give will go a long way to helping people struggle with mental health here in the UK. What a man. We'll um, put the uh, the donation link in the in the description. I've donate. also got a I've got a just giving page that um, uh, if you donate to, if I reach my certain target, I will make sure he doesn't have a parachute when he jumps. Um. <laughs> ben, if you could jump with any footballer tied to you, who are you jumping with? Michael Owen, he's been above Dubai, mate. <laughs> oh, well, let's move on to the to the final of the Streets Over Forget Secret Tournament. Today is the last part, and there are just two teams left. Uh, and the, the teams are jam-packed with iconic Streets Over Forget players. But who will win and secure their Hall of Fame spot? I think I already know, because you two have got a clear bias, but we will go ahead with this anyway. Uh, quick, I don't think we have. You definitely have. Quick reminder uh, of what, what's been going on the past few weeks. We've put on a knockout tournament inspired by Nike's secret tournament advert. Uh, that saw eight teams of three enter. Uh, the winner of each round was decided by the three of us in part one and part two. So if you want to know who's been knocked out, uh, go back and listen to those episodes. Uh, and we're also going to let you guys, the listeners, vote for a winner. We're going to put so uh, polls over on Twitter. Uh, you can go and vote and pick your winner. So let's move ahead and let's do the final. It is the one touchables Alvaro Ricoba, Dimitar Berbatov, and Andre Arshavin. And they take on this time for Africa, which is Yakubu, JJ Kocha, and Kevin Prince Boateng. Oh no, Kevin Prince Boateng's just touched a trophy. We've <laughs> 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 got, uh, got Shakira in to do the halftime show. <laughs> uh, yeah, where's PK with his Casio? <laughs> <laughs> Can't get there, his twin goes broken down. I thought it was pronounced Casillas, but there we are. <laughs> well, I, uh, I think. You two are going to vote for this time for Africa. I just know I, it. I, I, you're, honestly, I'm you're not. You're assuming things. You're assuming things. Oh, correct. I am willing to be swayed in either direction. I'm, I'm impartial. Do, do you know what? When these teams were first released, and we got a look at them, and I went through them, there are obviously some absolute ballers that will forever get into our streets, won't forget, Hall of Fame. But the one team that stood out to me when we did this, was the one-touchables. I just think Rakoba, Berbatov and Arshavin, oh, mate. It is a good save. I'd pay good money to watch that. Yeah. I'd pay good money to watch that. I just think I'd get more entertainment out of watching those three than the other three. Now, you see, if you'd said anything else there, I think I might have agreed with you. <laughs> I think on the whole, it's a more balanced team. I think... They have a couple of similar aspects, but I think if you want pure entertainment value, as much as I like the three on that list, 
this time for Africa is just the more entertaining side. I, I'd agree with you, JJ Okocha no. being the most entertaining player there, but I think the one touchables are more entertaining. You're relying on Arshavin having his one day in 17 years. Nah, hey, if he can issues, do it on his day. I've got issues with this. That you're, you're saying this time for Africa is more entertaining. When have you ever seen Yakubu do a step over? <laughs> doesn't matter, mate. My entertainment from Yakubu's come from him barreling through the middle of the pitch and blasting one top corner. The, the other thing I have that we need to discuss is that in the past three episodes, when, when we've done the quarterfinals and the semifinals, Harry has repeatedly said that he'd put Yakubu at centre-back. It's not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. <laughs> but then they're losing the final. That's how this works. If, if Berbatov <laughs> cannot dribble around Yakubu, we have a serious problem with the like dimension we're currently living in. How big are these pitches? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not big enough. The thing is... I. <laughs> Yeah, but okay, Yakubu's just roaming the middle, though. Do you know what I mean? No. He's, he's just roaming the middle. No. He, he okay, has my to. Thing, my thing with this is, I don't think. So Berbatov is going to sit up front and barely move, as Berbatov does. I don't know if you're getting enough work rate out of Arshavin to get the ball off Okocha and Boateng. Cup final, mate. I've seen him I do it at the camp, Arshavin, But you're relying on him having, as I said, that one good day. I don't know. But then you're also relying on Kevin Prince Boateng. You you gotta like Kevin Prince Boateng also. He all... had more days than Arshavin did. But they weren't they weren't as good as Arshavin days. Oh, because he scored one game where he scored but four you've goals. Forgotten something? What did we say mm. before the quarterfinals? We said this is each player in their prime, and Arshavin's prime was the flu game. Is unreal, yeah. So, unfortunately for Arshavin, he hasn't got the cold anymore. So the flu game, game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, as Harry game. calls it, the flu game. <laughs> this is flu game, mate. Yeah, this is flu game. game. <laughs> I, I do understand what you're saying about the one touch was not being able to get the ball off Okocha and Boating. I, I, I do get where you're coming from there, but I just, oh, I, think there's too I much don't think quality. they're getting the ball back off them. Yeah, realistically, who's getting the ball off Berbatov and Rakoba? No one. Oh, come on, mate. Arshavin's giving it away. Yakubu at centre back, mate. Yeah, I mean, he's marking Berbatov out of the game, according to Harry. Oh, yes. Yakubu <laughs> Maldini. The thing is, JJ Culture is probably, for me, the most talented player here. Just. I know there is a big difference, but the other team just has so much quality. Like Rakoba, Rakoba was unreal. Getting injured after three minutes. Unreal though, he was unreal. I actually don't know which way to go here. I really don't. I, I'm gonna go early. Oh, and I'm I'm going straight in with the one touch. Okay, okay. Even if I think the other thing is, if this if this has gone to penalties, I also think the one touch will win it on that. And I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go next because I feel like I'm gonna be the deciding vote here. I don't understand Harry's logic at all for this. Do we ever? And do yeah. we ever? I I'm don't either, mate. I listen back to the episodes. I think, what the <laughs> f- was I? <laughs> I'm going, if you look at this player by player, which I think is because I'm trying to go into this open-minded. Because hmm. you look at okay, so I think Yakubu's maybe not a better player than Berbatov. I think they're so different that it's hard to compare them. Right. Like, it's pace versus positioning. Or power versus positioning, sorry. But I think, on the whole, I'd rather have Yakubu. Really? At least he's going to move. 
Oh, He'd rather have Yubu insane. over Berbatov. In a cage Edge as well. Him, maybe not, but... Oh, my. He's, oh, he's... Honestly, that might be the worst stinker since Jekko and Haaland. That is awful. Yeah, I'm taking Berbatov all day. Are you having a day. laugh? You'd rather have I, I don't rate him as much. Oh, my God. Mate, Berber at 35 was still one of the best players in the league. But honestly, he's my unreal. head is in my hands. I can't believe those words have come out of <laughs> your mouth. Are you all right? It's going to get worse because I'm taking a clutch over a Cobra as well. I think I would yeah, as well. I, I think I would as well. And you're going to take Boating over Arshavin, aren't you? So, If you're saying like they're absolute best, they're, all right, fine. We say Berbatov's a better player than Yakubu. So it's one all. Even at the end, I think I'm still probably taking Boating over Arshavin. Just because it feels like maybe his, his best single performance wasn't up to Arshavin's level. But I feel like I'm, I know more of what I'm getting. Like his peak might not be as good. I don't think I don't think there's a wrong answer here though. Like I think you could play this game a hundred times and I think you'd have fifty fifty. But I think for the love of the game, I I think the difference between JJ Okocha and Rakoba is not as great as the difference between Berbatov and Yakubu. The thing is, you he might like, play, he's still gonna get the job done. Never so so's Rakoba, like he's gonna do everything JJ Okocha does. I've got a problem now because I know you're going to vote for this time for Africa, Ben, to level up the... You're going to have to make a decision. <laughs> and I am going to have to decide the winner of the tournament. But the more and more... He's giving it to Los Magos. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I am. <laughs> the more and more I'm looking at the, the names in these in these two teams, I'm looking at Arshavin and I can feel myself getting angrier and angrier and angrier. That he might win something. No, no, no. No, <laughs> just thinking back to all the times he was rubbish. This is what I mean. I think then, the other the other four they feel really close, and it's, you if, can pick either on preference. If you'd ever watched Boateng during his last Palmas and uh, Barcelona days, yeah, but that's that you're saying that's not his prime time. I'm picking. Yeah, but then that's Arsenal, not Arshavin. It is prime. Yeah, uh, that's still Arsenal Arshavin. Is you but don't know we, what you're getting. Even at his prime, prime, he didn't know. Can we make a late substitution and swap Arshavin for Pablo Imar, and then it makes it really easy for me? Why don't we take? Why don't we yeah, take a Kotcha and Pablo Imar and just call them the winners? <laughs> Sounds good to me. <sighs> I really don't. I'm going to vote for this time. Yeah, I really don't know who to go for. Go on, board draw. You know what we could do? The question <laughs> is, this... we'll come back to your answer later. <laughs> Imagine if this finished nil nil. <laughs> Like, this would be the one game where everyone defends really well. Oh, I've, oh I, I, I've made my decision. Oh, that was, that was actually fairly quick. Congratulations to the Tynesiders <laughs> on winning the secret <laughs> tournament. I'm taking Denver Bar over Okocha, I... mate. <laughs> I am going to vote for to win the, the Streets Won't Forget secret tournament. I'm going to vote for the one touchables. Oh, I, I just I don't know. I don't know where Yakubu fits in a three-a-side game. Is my issue. I just. I, I see what you mean, back, mate. We've no, dealt with no. <laughs> centre back and striker, no room no between. I, I just, I just think there's way too much technical ability in the one touchables to, to, to not win this game. And I, I just, uh, with Yakubu, I don't know. I just don't know. So. That is what yeah. I'm going for. Not fair enough. The, the, because you see, the thing is, they're not going to make the final because the ball's going to leave the cage in their first game and none of them are going to go and nah, get Bouet's it. Nah, getting it. So they're just going to be sitting there like, oh, 
The thing is, I think <laughs> he's too busy could... crawling around the cage like a tiger. He's not getting the ball. <laughs> you could pick players. You could easily pick players from other teams that would beat that team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I had to try and make but... the teams like fair and balanced. Oh yeah, so... that's what I'm saying. It's it was it was a close one. I mean, the fact that Morton Gams, Pedersen, Janino, and Dimitri Payet didn't get past the Newcastle team is. Yeah, we might have had a little bit of a stinker with that. On reflection, we've had a bit of a stinker there, haven't we? Oh, well, the, the curse for Janino continues. <laughs> this is where, boys, we, we put it up on Twitter and the dead ball has gone and win it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, because I'm going to get oh, my, no. my friends in the Ghanaian Premier League to vote for this time for Africa. Oh, mate, heart of hope. <laughs> yeah, you've forgotten about this. i got the wild card, the trump. Oh... <laughs> Well, congratulations to the one-touchables. Alvaro Ricoba, Dimitar Berbatov, and Andre Arshavin are now all members of the Streets of Africa Hall of Fame. Because this happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, do, I do have another place up for grabs in the Hall of Fame, though, if we are What, for a player in a make... tournament? Oh, yeah. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. A Kocha, oh, surely. Yeah, Gigi Kocha, all day. You get a f*** out of it. You're trying to sneak Janino in again. I know it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I genuinely want to see who you take. Is Okocha your favourite player of all the players on that have competed in this tournament? Um, My favourite, I mean, maybe not. The one I think deserves to be in, yes. I think he's probably my favourite and he's the most technically gifted. Barring... Oh, the, only, the only other players that come close to me would be Dimitri Payet. Uh, I did love Yannick Balassi, but I don't think he's good enough. Pablo Aymar. If you if you just said Yannick Balassi. Pablo Aymar. And I'm, 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 I'm to be honest with you. recording here. <laughs> Moussa Dembele is also an absolute oh, Dembele's a great baller. Mm. Oh, I'm happy to go with Okocha. Yeah, I think Okocha is there. It, do you know what? He probably deserves his own episode. That's very day, true. Okocha. That's he's he's going to be the first player we vote in twice. Uh, we just need to discuss him anyway at some point. But congratulations to Jojo Okocha. He is into the Hall of Fame as our secret tournament player of the tournament. Uh, so we've got four new names. Wow. Joined the likes of Cissé and Emmanuel Abue. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, uh, we, we will set up an actual Hall of Fame you can go and look at at some point, but I think that might take a little bit of work. But we will get there eventually. Don't worry. Um, that, that is the end of the secret tournament, boys. What a journey it has been. I feel like we've, we've grown as people. Look back, yeah. memories forever. Yeah. I think the real winner <laughs> was the friends we made along the way. Football. Football was the football real was the, Yes, football was the real winner. And not anybody from Nike, if you're listening, get this tournament set up. I don't care how old they are. Get it done. And the Bowie is ref. Do not forget. I want to see it. Get I'm just thinking, done. what would be the scoreline between some of these teams and the actual secret tournament teams? Because I don't think it'd be pretty for the likes of the Tynesiders. Oh, mate, yeah, you're talking about, like, Raul, yeah, R9, Ronaldinho. <laughs> who who won the actual... I mean, if it's Can not the just... Brazilians, they've lost. Can we quickly have a look at the actual secret tournament? Because I can't remember the Yeah, teams. I'm just Googling it now. I mean, the Brazilian team was outrageous. Yeah, I've got it, I've got it. So, they had Triple Espresso, which was Thierry Henry, Francesco Totti, and Hidetoshi Nakata. Oh, yeah. That's a good team already. Oh. They, had the, they, they get even better, honestly. They had the one-touchables, uh, which was Patrick Vieira, Ruud van Nistelrooy, and Paul Scholes. Ooh. I still think I was beat I still think I was beat <laughs> What? <laughs> they do him in, mate. 
But to be uh, fair to the untouchables, they're untouchables. They would only be playing with two players. So yeah, we probably scores. we probably do need to discuss skulls at some point because we have some quite controversial opinions. Uh, anyway, the next team is Toros Locos, which is Freddie Jumberg, Javier Saviola, and Luis Enrique. Uh, then it's Cerberus, which is Luis Enrique. Oh, right, Luis Enrique yeah, in Barcelona. Yeah. Luis Enrique, no, Enrique. Enrique for a hot, for a hot <laughs> second there, for a hot <laughs> second Enrique. there. You oh, moron. Uh, yeah, they had Cerberus, which is Edgar David, Lillian Turam, and Sylvan Wiltord. Uh, and then they had this team is outrageous. Wiltord's also an so, underrated player. J- just, to, just so you know, Triple Espresso, which was Henri Totti and the Cata, won the whole thing. Yes. And then this is the team that lost them in the finals. It was Os Tornados, which was Luis Figo, Roberto Carlos, and Ronaldo. How have they lost that that final? How old is Figo at this point? Because surely there's some (laughs) sort of like... It's 2002. He can't be that old, right? He's 30. Is that post-pig head? Yeah, it must have been. (laughs) That's the uh, only way I'm recognising the passage of time now. Not like BC. Is it before or after Pighead? Uh, the next Just theme... going back, lads, I've just got an absolute... I've got a story about Jose Enrique, right? When I used to play Fife for Side... We're talking about Jose Enrique! No, no, Why is he You'll like this. You'll like this. You'll like this. When I used to play Fife for Side, right? I used to play for the team Obi-Wan Kenobi nil, right? And we came up against this team that were called Jose Enrique's mother care staff. And all they were, were were a bunch of blokes that worked in mother care, but they turned up every week in full Jose Enrique kit from different teams he'd been at. And they were dog awful. They were absolutely awful. And there was no better tribute to him. Exactly. There was no better <laughs> tribute to the man. If you really want Wales as like a, a microcosm, that, that tells you all you need to know. A bunch of blokes who work in mother care turn up all in Jose Enrique kits to five aside. Yep. It's not, those are probably the only four Jose Enrique kits ever sold as well. <laughs> With the socks. Uh, the next team, is, this, this is my favourite name. It is the Funk Soul Brothers, but Soul is spelt with the, the Korean capital. Oh, nice. That is nice. The Nielsen, not, not Arsenal Nielsen before we start this joke again. Uh, Ronaldinho <laughs> and Sol Ki-hyun. Who are, Ooh. I don't really remember him, to be honest. I feel like Ronaldinho has been shafted a little bit there. Yeah, but Ronaldinho could win this on his own. Yeah, that's not, you're not wrong. Uh, the next team is Tuto Bene, which is Fabio Cannavaro, Thomas Rizicki. What a player, by the way. Uh, yes, and, what a player. And uh, my man, Rio Ferds. <laughs> How the f*** has Rio gotten himself invited to this tournament? I, honestly, it must have been one of the ones where he didn't skip out on a drugs test. <laughs> Unless Nike didn't I test them. The thing is, there's no doubt Rio Ferdinand was a quality centre-back, but you've got to look at the personality of the man and think, do you really want him there? No. He's the soul snapper. <laughs> he's turning into the, the tournament going, yo, my man, Canavines. He's, 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 like, he's watching up, Ronaldinho nutmeg him. He's just going, the soul snatcher. He's the soul snatcher. Isn't it, <laughs> is it 2002 when Michael Owen won the Ballon d'Or as well? Was it? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. 0102. So, yeah, so you, we're talking about Ronaldinho winning this on his own. He didn't even win Ballon d'Or. He lost it to Michael Owen. Yeah, but Owen. it's only Nike boot-wearing players. Oh, it? yeah. Um, and he was probably Umbro. Or something that's like that. Owen, um, it does. The it? final team is Equipo del Fuego, which is Claudio Lopez, Guys Comendieta, and Hernan Crespo. Ooh. Oh, what a team! What a team! And a name. Uh, 
I'm just sitting there thinking, though, you swapped, maybe controversially, Figo for Ronaldinho. I reckon that Ostornados team would win an 11-a-side match, let alone a 3 Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not Can wrong. you imagine if I'd have rocked up to our tournament with Meninos de Samba and it's Ronaldinho, Roberto, Carlos and R9? <laughs> I mean, they would have, <laughs> I'd have been like, at what forget, cost? Forget three parts, it's done in one. They're winning the whole thing, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. You could easily put that team in, like, League One. And it would probably you win. Put the them league. in League One now, and Ronaldo can't move, and they'd still win. <laughs> You're not wrong. I have just noticed with this as well, completely off topic. This advert was directed by Terry Gilliam, who was part of Monty Python. Yeah. Which is a little <laughs> fact I never realised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful advert. Um. Well, that was that was. I really enjoyed that. Shall we have a quiz? Yeah, it was Shall good. We have a quiz? Yeah, Harry, quiz. over to you, my friend. Yeah. I'm handing you the reins. I'm so glad that I'm. I'm so glad I'm doing it this week because the stress from having to do that final is just. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do a quiz right now. Hello, everyone. Editing Dan here. Bad news. This week's quiz has been lost to the sands of time. Uh, I took on Ben and I did win. You just have to believe me because there is no proof of that, unfortunately. But we have an old quiz that we've not used where I take on Harry. So. Please enjoy that, and thank you very much for listening. The 2015 oh Time my Dark God. at the Stadium of Light, Sunderland versus Newcastle on Sunday, the 25th of October. Oh, I thought we're word. doing derbies. I'm going from one extreme to the other. Now, <laughs> these teams have some incredible players that you definitely know. At the Stadium of Light. At the Stadium of Light, Sunderland won 3-0. This is the year Newcastle went down. Oh, my word. This is going to be the awful Newcastle team. There, I'm looking through the lists now. Oh, there's, there's some big, big names. You know all of these This might even players. be the worst Sunderland team as well. So, right. do you want me to start? I, think I'm, I'm... Yeah, I was going to say, Dan, you started last time. I'll give it to Harry. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair right. Enough. I'm going to start us off big and brave because I think he was there. <laughs> go on. I'm going to go with Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson. <laughs> That's who I'm I was going to go for. absolutely nothing blemishing his personal history. We're not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. The streets will forget. Uh, the redacted player you guessed is correct. Thank God for that. I think he scored, didn't he? He did indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. This, this is heritage, this, boys. <laughs> Daniel. Yes. Your fight back starts now. John O'Shea. John O'Shea. Is a correct answer. Okay. Captain. Oh. Of the victorious Sunderland side. Is this is is this the Canyo era? This is what I'm thinking. I think it might be. Although well, I don't they, know whether did it's they too, stay up? Too late. Uh, Who, was it the Canio? Uh, oh, I, would, I, I can't so. remember that. But they stayed oh, up. No, it might be Aladice. It might be Big Sam. Aladice, right? You're losing a life for that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, um, Right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, right, he played for one of the of the two teams, DeAndre Yedlin. 
<laughs> DeAndre Yedlin played somewhere in this game. I know that is genuinely a great shout because he's played. He played for, all he played for both. Teams. I don't know. Do you want to know one. how much of a great shout it is? Not only is it a correct answer, he's playing for Sunderland, and his picture is him in a Newcastle kit. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe. I am going to go for what I I think is a pretty obvious answer considering he's an absolute Sunderland stalwart, and I'm going to go. Lee Catamull. I knew you were going Lee Catamull. Lee Catamull, the man who loved uh, an early foul, is of course a correct answer. Um, Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Ooh. Defoe. Ooh. Interesting. He was a substitute. Oh, please. Oh, please. Be used. But he was a used substitute. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> This is unreal Daniel. for me. Well, we are back to you. This you're you're smashing this, boys. I I think I've remembered some Newcastle, and I think the best player you know, was Wijnaldum. G G Wijnaldum. Was he there for only one year? I'm, this is what I'm worrying about. Well, he got relegated, didn't he? Wrong. Oh well, yeah, this, we're this in. We're the in the year. money. Tell me it's right. This was the year where we started that Dutch team on FIFA, and he was. In that Newcastle. With Newcastle, oh, please, team. please. And you know, played. big game like this against your biggest rivals. You're going to play your best player, right? You're going to play your best player. Which is why Wijnaldum was an unused substitute. Throw up. Ah, yeah, you've got to start. <laughs> He's had you on toast. <laughs> no, I'm not falling for the messy thing. Right. I started. I'm the master. Uh... Fabrizio Colaccini, go safe. The best hair in this area of the Premier League. And had a great inform card on right. FIFA. He's got to be right. Captain of the Newcastle team. Of course he started. Didn't finish the match, though. <laughs> he got sent off. Because he got sent off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this my isn't God. the, oh, the faux screamer game, though, is it? Oh, um. No. No. You've said that, you've said go. about the Dutch team, and I've remembered another player. Was Daryl was Daryl Yanmat at right of back? Of course, yeah, Daryl no. Yanmat's oh, in that yeah. team. All right, if we're going for back four in Newcastle, before he gets them all, I've got a feeling that well, he, he he's definitely there, and I think he played all season and was dog. Cancel and Bemba. Cancel and Bemba. That's one of those I would have gone for him at some point, by the way. I think Yeah, one of the signings right. you think I have no idea when this man arrived in the Prem, but he's just somehow been there forever. Uh, and he used a correct answer. Yes. Please don't. He was, supposed to be, so, he was supposed to be incredible and just never was. <laughs> and he just never turned into anything. I've got to preface my answer with with please tell me he hasn't already gone to Tottenham at this point. Musa Sissoko. Musa Sissoko. No, this is way too early for him to go to Spurs. You reckon? Yeah, Spurs was like 2018, 2017. I reckon so too, because this is a correct answer. Yeah, Come he's on. definitely there. This is um, good, boys. This is good. Was it three all still? Fantastic. Yes. My, I'm going to go with Czech Teote. Rest in peace. Czech Teote, RIP. God rest his soul. It's a correct answer. Yes. He comes back. Florian Tovan. Florian Tovan. Oh, f hell. <laughs> oh, now I'm sure. Oh, now I'm certain. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. 
Never really did much at Newcastle in this bit, did he? But this is why. Which is I probably why he was on the bench. Oh, oh no. They brought him on. Man. Yes! No come way! On! <laughs> I mean. Uh. John O'Shea, DeAndre Yedlin. You can't guess him again, mate. Sorry. <laughs> Losing it. <laughs> take two lives off for that. <laughs> well, he lost one at the beginning, so I guess Daniel wins. Yeah! Eunice Kabul. Eunice Kabul. That is a great shout. I like that. It's a great shout for an, a fairly awful player. I think he'd been relegated three times. It, indeed. We well, did end up. Did score some bangers, though. So. Did score some absolute bangers. Yeah, he was a uh, Pompey as well. And it's the correct answer. Mm. So, for uh, for where we are, you've got neither goalkeeper, you've got one more defender for both teams, I think I know and one you've got three midfielders and a forward for Sunderland, uh, a midfielder and two forwards for Newcastle. The Sunderland team is going to be so ropey. Uh, and then you need two subs for each team. Oh, you say the Sunderland team's ropey. I think I'm pretty confident on the Sunderland team. I'm more, I'm more worried about Newcastle. Right. The, some of the keepers easy. might trip you up. But I think I know one of the keepers. I think I know one keeper. Which keeper well, do you I'll think? You, which keeper do you think you know? Sunderland. Right. Well, then I'm going to cover him off. I think it's the lanky. Yeah, I think it is as well. And I can't remember his name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is this going to be a Michael Lambo? Costel Pantilimon. That's his yeah, name. Costel Pantilimon is a correct answer. The seven foot Romanian legend. If you're ropey on Newcastle, I'm going to try and nick some Sunderland players, I guess. Okay. Patrick Van Arnholt. Patty Pat V. Patty V. Oh. See, oh, he's been in the Premier a surprisingly long time. And was actually decent. Yeah, he was. Uh, they didn't need him, though, because he was an unused... Yes! Oh, Come no. on! Come on! Come on! It's at 3-2. The left-back. I think the left-back scored in this game. I remember it being a bit of a screamer. And I think his name is Billy Jones. The left back did indeed score. He didn't, didn't he? Wasn't it a screamer? Yes. Uh, I'm, like I'm going to be honest foot. with you, mate. I don't remember this game. I think it's got to be. Billy Jones. This is, where, this is where his name is Jones, but he's not Billy. Is a correct it is Billy Jones. on. Yeah. Um, the Billy Jones goal after this. <laughs> and that completes a wonderful hat trick. And also our Sunderland back four. Okay. We've got one left, a midfielder. You've got two midfielders, the forward, and, and a winger. two subs for Sunderland. Right, okay. Okay. And you have the keeper, a defender, a midfielder, two forwards, and two subs for Newcastle. So, 2015, Sunderland at home, big in defence, Seb Larson. Sebastian Larson. You're whipping in corners on the John O'Shea's I, big bumps. I'm not bumps. so sure about this one. I think he's, I think he's no. almost certain. I think, cause you, are, you, are you playing him out wide or centre mid? Out wide? I think somebody else played out wide, I'm going to be honest. I've got someone as backup, but I think he started. I, yeah, I think he started. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint. 
Oh no. Oh yes. Sebastian oh, no. Larson was a substitute. Oh, you're oh no. Bringing him on though, aren't you? Yeah, you are, and they did yeah. because he was a used substitute. Oh my word. One man on the bench. Oh to my go. word. Well, I'm going to go for the winger that I think started then, and I can't wait for this to be wrong. Not like a moron. Is it Jermaine Lenz? Jermaine Lenz is a correct oh, come answer. On. Yet again, I'm going to go with a fellow who's played for both teams and is either the midfielder for Sunderland <laughs> or Newcastle. Jack Colback. Jack Colback. Jack Jack Colback. <laughs> All right, but which team do you think Jack Colback's on I, at the moment? I think he's Newcastle at this 2015, point. 2015, yeah, because he got relegated with them. So if this this season, I think he's at Newcastle. He was at Newcastle. Oh. And he played. Oh, <laughs> Well, this is this is intense. Right, I'm gonna go with Yanum Via. Yeah, I think Jan that's the other I think that's risky though, because he was always injured. You reckon? He was. Yeah. They managed to uh, catch him on a good day though, because he started oh, the match, on. and it's a correct answer. Right. How many have we got left for each team now? I'm trying to keep track. Uh, I think that's have... all of the Sunderland starting eleven. No, oh, you're two more for Sunderland. Yeah. You're oh, two more right. for Sunderland, and then a sub for Sunderland as well. And then you have a keeper, a defender, two forwards, and two subs. Right. For Newcastle. <laughs> One of these right. is a proper throwback name One as well. Player, he's either played at left back or he's come on for. Czech Teoto, because he's definitely got a yellow in this game. There's no way Czech Teoto is not a yellow. <laughs> You're not going to put money on that. So I'm going to go with Vernon Anita. This was the guy who I was like, you're never going to get him. And he's he either a left substitute. back or centre mid. Yes! Where have you pulled Vernon Anita out? He played left back for him, or he came on in centre mid? Uh, he came on for Jack Colback. Oh. Did he also get a yellow? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, somehow, no. He hasn't got a picture on the Premier League website, though, so that tells you all you need to know, really. Daniel. Yes. You have a lead. Yes. We are running out of players. Can you complete the redemption arc? Alexander Mitrovic. Alexander Mitrovic. Is a correct answer. Oh, Jesus Christ. If the foes come off the bench, Stephen Fletcher. Oh, that's who I would have gone for. Stephen Fletcher. Wouldn't he big money from Wolves? And he absolutely should not have. <laughs> <laughs> then he went to Marseille. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're kind of proving us wrong because he scored this game. Apple game was Have a word. Let's just get this straight. So the players that scored in this game were a left back only I remembered. Striker who wasn't worth the money and a convicted paedophile. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Welcome to the 2015 Premier League season. <laughs> oh, welcome to... How did they stay up? God knows. If you, if we finish this, I've got a tiebreaker for you, so don't think about the table too much yet. Have we guessed the left-back for Newcastle? I thought it was Vernon and Anita, so no. You have not. I think if you're Newcastle manager, and it would have been Steve McLaren at this point, right? Yes. And you're going to make a stupid decision. You're also going to pick a man who is Newcastle through and through. And I think that... I think he's still there. I think that man is Paul Dummett. 
Yeah, I think he's still the there. man, the myth, Dammit. the <laughs> Paul Dummit. Man, you know he's bad when he can't get in the Welsh squad. It's a yeah, correct answer. But the main issue he's got with getting in the Welsh squad is that he's actually Welsh. To get picked by Welsh, you just need to be English. <laughs> or German. Um, Harry. Right, the striker for Newcastle. There are two Newcastle starting 11 players left and a sub for each team. Right, it's either Papasise or Iosi Perez. And I think if it's Steve McLaren, he's realised that Papasise is not all that. So do you think Steve McLaren oh, has realised be... Papasise is not all that? Steve it McLaren. Could be De Jong. <laughs> the Wally with the Brolly himself. It could be De Jong. Oh! I would, I would need you to specify which De Jong as well. Can't remember which one because uh, they were both I think there. It's weren't past they? Luke. I think it's, <laughs> yeah. I think it's TM. I'm gonna go with the Yosi Perez. I the think he's Perez. bastard. I was trying to lead you towards Papasise. It should be a rogue shout because Papasise would be top of mind. But Iose Perez is a correct answer. Oh, was that the Newcastle starting eleven done? You no, we haven't goal. got the goalkeeper. Oh, is it? And it is your go, my is friend. Tim Crawl, or is it? Oh, oh wait, no, it's wait, not. wait, wait, wait. I've had an idea. Colacini got sent off. They had an injury. Wait, Colacini crisis. got sent off. You're bringing on a centre back. You're bringing on a centre back. I think you're bringing on Lascelles. You are. You unfortunately <laughs> are. It's Come a on, answer. That leaves us with a Sunderland substitute and the Newcastle goalkeeper. Sunderland Harry, substitute. hang on. Is there still? I thought there's still one. Sunderland oh no, and there's another Sunderland. Yeah, there's a there's a midfielder. I think. Oh yeah, no, there is. He's so forgotten, I even forgot about he's him on this forgotten, list. because I remember who he is. I, I remember who he is, but I think he's... So I don't know if he's actually played. I'm going to need an answer. Right, you're 3-0 up against Newcastle. John O'Shea hasn't got the legs. Or Eunice Kabul hasn't got the legs. Sebastian Quartes. So John O'Shea came off in the 37th minute. What? <laughs> yeah, he did just say he didn't have the legs. <laughs> he did I'm really didn't have the legs. Me from the sounds of it. <laughs> and the man they chose to bring on. He's got to be replaced. Oh, please, no. I need this to kill him off. Was Sebastian No! no! Oh, man, I've, still got, I've still got two lives. That's a correct answer. Daniel. I think... Now we have a starting 11 player from each I team. I think... I'm confident on one, and I am unsure but willing to go for it on the other. I'm going to go for the one I'm confident on, and it's the Sunderland player. And I think it is Ola Toivonen. Right, Ola so it's Toiv either him or it's Jordi Gomez. Oh, no. Now you've, th oh, you've thrown me now. Or it might even be Duncan no, Watmore. I'm, I'm going, if it was Duncan Watmore, I think I'd have ended I'm going the quiz for Ola Toivonen. I'm locking it in. Ola Toivonen locked in. It's a correct Come on! And he came off in the 36th minute, so what How the f*** was Sunderland doing this game? Uh, God knows. So, I mean, they brought him on for Defoe, right. which is hardly... Newcastle a, keeper. Tim Crawl's at Brighton by this Brighton? point. Brighton? Yeah, he was at no, Brighton. What? I thought he was injured. 
Oh, Tim if he's Crawl injured, they have the injury crisis where Bell. all three were out. No, Ryan. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was a new champ. Have a word, I don't remember this. Right, well, we're not talking about the Brighton team. I want the Newcastle team, please. If he's injured, is the goalkeeping... They had an issue with the goalkeepers. And I don't think Freddie Woodman would have played. I think he's too young. Please don't do this. But who... I know who it is. Now that Crow's not there, I know who it is. Don't do this. Rob Elliott. You <laughs> Rob Elliott. Well, there's no point in me trying to long this out because Dan has revealed it's a correct answer. <laughs> I thought, if it's not Tim Crow, it has to be Rob Elliott because who else is it going to be? <laughs> I'm is trying it, to think whether they had... Be um... him or... It's way too late, but like they bring back Steve Harper or something. Yes. No, who was the um, who was the Knott's Forest keeper that's now? Carl Darlow. I, he was the other one that was oh, injured, good old Ken Darlow. He's, it's now what he called him, Ken Darlow. Ah! <laughs> Can't believe it. So, well, you know what? Fair play, though, lads. You completed both teams. The fact that you've completed both teams brings us to the tiebreak. Oh my word, this is going to be horrendous. Can I just say, I introduced this rule to try and justify me being stupid and robbing you of a win, and now it's come back to bite me in the arse. <laughs> it certainly has. So, I've told you that this is the year that Newcastle got relegated. But how yeah. many points? However, Sunderland finished one place above them. From you both, I need to know how many points did Sunderland finish on? And how many points did Newcastle finish on? Mm. Harry? Yes, mate. As you've played this game before, you I've lost a life. I'm going to let you go first. Do I have to give you both, or is it one I need both. time? Right, this is the season. Funny enough, Norwich got relegated this season. Surprise. Shock. I think we could have stayed up if we beat Arsenal by like 20 goals on the last day of the season. Which did not happen. We're not asking about Norwich, Oi. are we? Yeah, but I'm saying they, <laughs> if we could have stayed up, we would have been close to the 40-point mark. But just to make it clear, you want so... Newcastle's points total and Sunderland's points total. Yeah, but I'm working it out be. because if oh, we okay. could have stayed up... So, 40 points would have been the safe mark. Sunderland would have scraped. I'm going to go 37 Newcastle and oh, is it 40 or is it below? 30 4 or 39 Sunderland. Oh, maybe 40. <laughs> maybe 40. 40? Is that your final answer? Yes. Wait, what's he gone with? 40? 39. Well, in an ironic twist... You're the same if you, if you want to go I was going to go for the same numbers. You, because what, you can say the same. Because what go I for think the same if you want, mate. is... I think... Because you said this was Big Sam at Sunderland. So I think, if yeah. I remember rightly, there was the whole thing of, oh, they didn't reach the magic 40-point mark, and it was a great escape because they didn't reach the 40-point mark. So I was going to say 39, and I think it went down to the final day. So I can only assume Newcastle were either one or two but points behind. So I was also going to say 37. 
Well, I was thinking they're 37. 39 Sunderland, 37 Newcastle. They must have been 37 because we finished on 34. So we must have been within reach. Well. Well, we're either either both right or both wrong. (laughs) Either way, then we go into another tiebreaker. You are both still alive. Oh my god. Boom, boom. Were they both right? Yep, Sunderland finished on 39 <laughs> points and stayed up ahead of their direct rivals who finished on 37. How we manage that? So, keeping with this league season, tiebreak number two. Manchester United qualified for the Europa League group stage by winning the FA Cup this year. However, they had also qualified by virtue of their league position. So which team inherited the European place instead? Daniel, you please go first. So which team inherited their... The Europa League place. They would have gone down to, like, what? Eighth? Sixth. No, because surely sixth was already in the Europa League anyway. Well, it depends how many qualification places they had. Yeah, and this is what I'm unsure about. I'm torn. I'm torn between two teams. Is it... I'm going to go West Ham. West Ham? Yeah. Very well. Harry. I know Southampton were up there. Yeah, it was either going to be them or West Ham I was going to go for. I have I have reasoning as to why I've gone West Ham. I don't think it's gone down to eighth. Do you know what? I'll, I'll go with West Ham as well oh, because I think it's gone to dang. seventh. <laughs> I think it's gone to seventh. So, West Ham United qualified for the Europa League Oh, no. But they qualified because Man City won the League Cup. Oh, no. The team that inherited from Manchester United was was Southampton. Oh, no. no. So, (sighs) you're both incorrect. But by virtue of you going for the same answer, you're both still alive. Oh, no. I have one final question. Okay. The last... If you both guess the same answer here, I'm just going to make I'm deliberately up. going for a different answer, so it's fine. Aston Villa, as we mentioned, got relegated with a measly 17 points. Also had no October goal of the month because they didn't score. What was their final goal difference at the end of the season? Oh, mate. And the closest answer will win. Oh no! Oh no! This was. Sorry, I'm going to let you go first, and I'm going to make sure I have a different answer. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mix it up for this one. I want you both to message me your answers. Okay. And I will reveal them. Now I know that this is the second season they got battered by Chelsea. I think because <laughs> they got battered eight nil. So they won three games this season. I'm, that is. Pathetic. I'm sending it early doors, by the way. Yeah, go for it. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Oh, no. This is very close. One of us has got a bang on from that voice. I've, I know it. You, One of you guessed minus 51. Oh, no. The other guessed minus 50. I'm <laughs> with minus 50. Is he... <laughs> you undercut me and how you didn't we, even know you were we, doing it. How have we been one goal away? 
There's won. no. The how have we been one goal away? You've won. You've absolutely it's won. It's minus. It could have been 52. 49. But it could also be like. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> so after the end of an excruciating penalty shootout. <laughs> I went for Harry a round number. Oh, for God's sake. Man, that is an absolute punt at minus 50. How is this? <laughs> I've, literally, I've literally just gone for a round number that I thought, yeah, that'll do. One, two, three, four. Gira can hit them. Did! From David Villar, oh, great finish. He's done just 30 scores. Can he use that? The Kubu making another glimpse of goal here. That is terrific. You can tell me all he wants. I don't give a <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean?